Barrenham Sports. Hello again and welcome to Barrenham Sports Podcast. This is Tony Rice and uh, it's an exciting one. I'm just, I'm just very lucky to do what I do. And uh, it's the run-up to International Women's Day, March the 8th, an important time. Regular listeners know that we are big supporters of the important role women play in sport and uh, powering towards uh, working towards equality, still a long way to go to achieve that goal. But to talk us all about her experiences, we have an elite level cyclist, an ex-alumni of Oakland's uh, College here in St. Albans. It's the wonderful Rihanna Paris-Smith. Welcome to Verum Sports. How are you? I'm great, thank you. How are you? It's great to be on. Hey, great to speak with you. Lovely to uh, have your company tonight. And just to give us a little snapshot, if you could, Rihanna. Again, we're talking uh, International Women's Day. You're an elite-level sports star. Tell us a little bit about your experiences and uh, kind of the, the level and the calibre of cyclists that you are. Well, so uh, I started out, as I said, at Oakland School Cycling. Um, I saw it in the magazine in Cycling Weekly, and uh, I just finished with athletics, and I thought, you know what, let's give it a go, let's go on this cycling venture. Uh, we saw that in yeah, in the magazine, like I said, there was yep. Oakland School Cycling, and we thought, let's go for it. Um, my family, my mum's side family, live in, all live in Norbert, she's from there. So uh, we went for it, went for the trial, and it's safe to say I was, uh, the worst one there. Um, Jess Cox, the person who runs the academy down there, the Cycling Academy, uh, saw potential in me, took me on, and it sort of went from there, really. And it's amazing, isn't it, when you just notice these things and then you ha- give it a go, and that uh, you find that, yeah, blimey, I'm, I'm, I'm quite good at this. That's, that's fantastic. Um, so that's there, and I know that you do. Uh, as you called it, an adventure, an odyssey. And uh, obviously there is a great culture of cycling in the UK. We'll talk about that. Is there uh, GB aspirations in your in your future? Most definitely, most definitely. Um, I think coming into such a specialised sport like track cycling, it's very hard to get into and there's a lot of things to learn. You do have, you have cycling, that's why I've cycled all my life just as a hobby and then you sort of come into track parks and it's a whole new sport it looks like so um yeah i did spend a small amount of time guesting on the uh, junior team but i didn't last very long then lockdown came so my big year so to speak uh got missed unfortunately so yeah but still aiming for gb that is the um that's definitely the goal and then obviously going on from there the big competitions I can feel your passion. I can see the focus. Um, just give me an idea of the challenges, and uh, we'll talk about the myriad challenges, obviously, in the uh, in on the context of International Women's Day. Um, but something that's been a challenge for us all, of course, has been, as you mentioned, uh, the COVID nineteen era that we're living in. Just how challenging has that been for an athlete? Because I guess as an athlete, a cyclist, you need to be out there uh, getting on your bike, uh, competing amongst others. But all athletes seems to me to be massively creatures of habit. And just how much of a challenge has the uh, lockdown situation been for yourself and athletes just generally? Yeah, I think um, for everyone as a whole, athletes, not athletes, it's been a, it's been definitely a hard time. And 
we will learn a lot of things about ourselves which we probably never knew but as an athlete um you work towards races big events um training numbers and hitting them uh, and having that all taken away from you is definitely was definitely hard and I think a lot of, or pretty much all athletes have definitely have their dips definitely have their days of motivate demotivation but it's just trying to find a way to get through that it's, yes incredibly hard to get through lockdown um I suppose I was lucky enough that I had good people supporting me around me um and I sort of took it in a positive way as in to make a change but um I think every single athlete you would speak to and mm. it's just a normal person it was it was hard but it was all about adaptation and making the most out of what you had they're the key words aren't they adaptation and kind of just making sure that we can keep focused on goals and keep working towards them in such challenging times but sadly for me I think the challenges for women in sports are even more, more compounded. Uh, there are a lot of barriers. And I think a lot of those barriers also are psychological uh, because of societal, cultural uh, um, issues. Give me an idea of some of the uh, challenges that you think women face. And from your experiences, some uh, of the ways that you found to overcome those particular unique challenges yeah I think from very early on uh sport was definitely seen as a male-dominated thing and uh it's taken a lot of females to sort of break that that barrier break that stereotypes and um for others to follow because at the end of the day everyone sort of needs a bit of inspiration and you know having them earlier athletes whether or not from cycling, athletics, basketball, whatever sport you do, it's always an inspiration to see what the same person as you, sort of gender, is doing. Um, I think there's still a lot of a long way to go for women's equality because mm. we can see in, I mean, so many sports, the um, pay gap between male and females is shocking. I think uh, recently there was the cycling tour and there was, you know, the males were getting thousands and the the uh, females from the hundreds is just crazy. We're in 2021 and the the pay gaps enormous. So I think uh, definitely that one thing to look at is equality within um, pay and in money, because at the end of the day, you, parents will be going what's the or and as well as the, yourself, you'll be going well. I could do the thing which I love, but it doesn't necessarily mean I'll have the last that I have. I won't be able to afford it. So. It's one thing giving up everything to do what you love and take that penalty, which you should never have to take um, just being a female. It's crazy, it's crazy. As you say, progress has been made, but my goodness me, it is the case, as you've explained there, such a long way to go. But uh, we can only keep banging the drum, people like yourself being an ambassador, Mm -hmm. shining a light and maintaining successes that we can imagine that in time uh, we can bridge this uh, all too large gap. Um, you mentioned their inspirations, and I know that uh, you will be to also many as the next generation look up to you. But what a great culture of success there has been in British cycling. And no, and I'm not going to go into it with you, some controversies in recent times, but let's just focus on the positives. From the female cycling perspective, Laura Kenny, the most decorated uh, female uh, GB athlete all time, I think with four golds. Uh, It must be fantastic to be aware 
that that is what's possible. And again, if we're focusing in on the positives, that culture and the successes of someone like Laura must be a real inspiration to would-be uh, cyclists and cyclists coming through like yourself. Certainly, I think, um, yeah, perfect example, Laura Kenny relating to cycling. Uh, yeah, what she's done and continues to do is just amazing. And that just that'll just inspire loads of people, loads of girls to go and get on their bikes and give it a try. I also think and the Barker who's coming through very relatable, um, talks about issues, both being a girl in sport and um yeah, just the the struggles and I think, you know, having people like that speak about speak out about things which we can all relate to as women being in sport is um, great and very inspirational. It's fascinating, isn't it? Because um, when we talk about barriers, sometimes you need that role model to kind of show us and inspire us as to indeed what is possible. And without that, that myth that it is just for men uh, kind of remains, doesn't it? And then Mm. it snowballs down and obviously gathers momentum it must be exciting from your perspective, obviously the future uh, when we emerge out of lockdown and with those GB goals in mind, so exciting. But it must be thrilling that you know that in everything you've already done, you're very much an ambassador and a role model for uh, future athletes uh, and women in sport. Yeah, it is great to think that possibly down the line if everything goes to plan and uh, the hard work continues. But yeah, I could be, you know, in the position of Laura Kenny where people look up to me. I would, I would love that. That's one of my main goals if I was successful just to be a, a well-respected um, athlete. But certainly when you look at the Olympics, I paid more attention at 2012 to Victoria Pennington, for example, than Chris Hoy, purely because she's yes. female, purely because I related to her a bit more. So, um, yeah, I just think the more people um, and women we can get out there doing sport and, you know, just having a positive... Um, outlook on it always just the better and hopefully we can increase the um, activity levels in women. 100% back that and once again coming back to your original uh, story just noticing something it could be in a magazine it could be a role model like Laura Kenny it could be anything but uh, sometimes when you see things give it a try is my uh, message uh, obviously it applies in particular to women uh, on the run up to International Women's Day but as all it's amazing what you discover about yourself if you give yourself opportunities and then pursue them um, but talking about role models talking about ambassadors uh, Rihanna I think you're already paving the way um, I would like to get you to tell me a little bit more about what sounded absolutely fascinating uh, back in February uh, I think you were involved in a young, uh, powerful women uh, piece. It involved other cyclists, yourself, uh, M- uh, Marie Devine uh, Komanitake, Charlotte Cole Hussein, and Danielle Khan. And it was young, powerful women. Uh, obviously, we are talking International Women's Day. But another element that's sadly all too much in the news, all too much of a factor even in 2021 is the uh, inequality in race. And while we were speaking brilliantly about the great culture of British success in cycling, it is still the case that uh, there are very few black faces at this moment in time. So tell me a little bit about that talk and how you got involved with it. Yeah, uh, 
that talk was absolutely an honour to um, be invited to that for me. Um, considering I was with national champs for junior champs, it was an honour. Um, Dr Marlon, uh, Dr Marlon McCreese, who studies um, Black British champions, and he's got a whole exhibition about it. Uh, great guy. He um, threw me a message and, you know, he's, he's helped me out a bit. And he said, would you like to be part of this? I said, blimey, I'll be absolutely honest. Um, I said, are you sure you want me? He said, no. Well, no, I think you'll be great on it. I said, blimey. I said, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll be more than happy to um, come join that. And it, that was just, that was great. I think um, being surrounded by other people you can relate to even more um, was just so inspiring. And I think definitely more can be done in the future with that um yeah that was um definitely quite a highlight so far in and where I've come and um, being part of that I was as I said so honoured and I think it was a great chat and I would highly suggest anybody listening to this to go and check out Dr Marlon McCreese's um work and he has got a new website out so uh yeah and he just explores everything um with black champions and cycling, now we can get more people of colour in sport because, quite frankly, you don't see that many people. Um, and I think it's a sport which we could excel at. Um, I love yeah. that message, and I just think that really seems to sum you right up, Rihanna. Young, powerful <laughs> woman. Fantastic. <laughs> Is there a way, uh, you mentioned there, Dr. Marlin, uh, and, uh, his website. Can you give us a link to that or uh, a shout-out to that? Um, I think if you dive in Dr. Marlon McCreese, unfortunately, I don't help with me. Um, he'll pop, it'll pop up and he's on uh, this science and sport website. He does regular articles on that. Um, and yeah, it's great. Hop on his Instagram, you can find everything. It's just Dr. Marlon McCreese um, or Black British Champions. Uh, and I highly recommend that everyone goes check that out because it's amazing. I found that stuff which I didn't even know. So if I, if I don't know about it, it probably means that you guys don't know about it. So I think it's definitely worthwhile jumping on going to be some fascinating and I'm sure inspiring things there. I recommend everybody do check that out. Um, Rhiannon, I've been fascinated and inspired learning about your story. Um, give us an idea of, uh, uh, I think, a, a current uh, project you're involved in and, and, a, and again, a website link to, to that, please. So, yeah, we just, um, we're in the process of sort of um, upping um, socials and engagement. Um, I've been lucky enough to be asked to be um, part of the Kadena Cox Academy, so it's Casey Academy, and that is all about get, um, getting, bringing diversity into cycling, uh, creating opportunities and supporting athletes um, up and coming. And that is, I think you can do www.caseyacademy.co.uk, and that is where you can find out uh, the five athletes who support him. I think it's just a great initiative, to be honest, just to help get sort of um that diversity level up in cycling which is so which is so low and it can just be so high and we could have sold on it so most definitely that is an exciting thing which i'm also very proud to be part of um and so excited i'm really looking forward to the journey do you know i'm a big believer that uh you kind of get back what you put in and you're a lesson to us all in the fact that these fantastic thrilling opportunities keep coming your way i'm sure there will be more in your exciting future Rihanna, just remind us again of that website please 
www.kcacademy.co.uk. Fantastic. Rhiannon, honestly, I could talk to you all night. It's been a thriller. Uh, just in closing, though, is there anything else particular to International Women's Day, a final message that you'd like to leave us with? Um, firstly, it's a pleasure talking to you. Thanks very much, Tony. Um, I would just encourage anyone to get involved in any sport, um, especially the females. I think you'll be surprised what, what opportunities you can get out of um, joining the sport. I mean, they did, you know, even at school, if your children are listening to this, you know, just have a little go at anything. You know, I think you'll be surprised to find that you enjoy something. And I think having a passion and being active is um, a great thing to have in your life. And I think you'll be amazed of um, the experiences you'll get out of taking part in sport. Any sport, it doesn't have to be cycling, any sport. The journey that offers is astonishing. And I tell you what, I think it's an exciting journey that you're pursuing. I think there's exciting things ahead. Rihanna, it's been truly pleasurable to enjoy your company. I'd like to wish you Thanks every so continued success and happiness. And to you and yours, keep well, keep safe. I look forward to tracking, so to speak, your progress <laughs> and uh, being in touch with you very soon. Thanks again. Thanks, Tony.